Welcome back, NFL fans. It is only 11 days till the start of the season. We're going to do another special episode of Fourth and Short Takes and go over the NFC changes that happened this past year. Let's roll the show. Welcome to the Fourth and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. Right, welcome in everyone. It is the Fourth and Short Podcast. I am your host, the self-proclaimed Steeler fan, Jason Feld. Along with me is the cheesehead of the South, Mr. Matt Peterson. Matt, welcome in. Hola, hola. And back from a long hiatus, from an undisclosed location, he has rejoined us. It is the Crimson Cowboy. And the crowd goes wild. Brent Hemphill is Thank back. You. The, the man, best takes are back, folks. The myth. By popular demand, <laughs> the best takes are back. He's living up to the Crimson Cowboy right now because he has a uh, full red beard, fuller than it's been in a while. That's very true. Yeah, I don't and know why we. I don't know why we never thought of that. The fact that. With the beard, he is the Crimson Cowboy. I am a red beard. Matt, fellow red beard as well. Um, yes. And I actually just trimmed it, so it's not even as full as it should be. But Hey, it looks great, dude. It looks great. It really does. There's and a couple of gray hairs coming like, in. I feel like you're just man Oh, hey, believe me, right I know now. what that's about. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that hoary yeah. beard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, hashtag family friendly. Um, it's in the Bible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Try read it sometime, uh, well, well, people. Oh man, uh, putting the audience on blast already. Well, welcome in everybody. It is another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast, episode fifty-four, I believe. Man. And uh, I know, right? And uh, we're a hundred bucks richer, as Matt said last time. So, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. have have you gotten that payout yet, Matt? No. It's Josh Darn. No, that, that we, we have not been paid out at all. Yeah, well, Dyer, if you're listening uh, to this, it's time to pay up, son. <laughs> hey, we need to start getting this uh, this officially licensed merchandise out. I, I think we do. I, I'm I'm drinking in in Trent's honor. I'm drinking of my official Fourth and Short, the Crimson Cowboy yes. mug. So absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we we'll have to talk about that because uh, if there's anybody out there that wishes, you know, to uh, to advertise for us, so we will certainly take your money. Um, or at least uh, we'll take it through a third party. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're glad that uh, you are joining us for another episode. We're talking for NFC today. Uh, so we're going to talk about if anybody can beat the Buccaneers, uh, if uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to make it through a full season without killing somebody in the Green Bay front office, mm-hmm. and uh, if the NFC least is going to amount to anything again. So uh, before we – yeah, sorry – before we get into that, uh, before we get into that, uh, just a couple of bits of news and notes before uh, or since, excuse me, the last episode when we talked about the AFC. Uh, we were talking about it before we started recording. Uh, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins done for the year with an ACL possible possible uh, LCL uh, tear as well. So this could be a major major injury. Man, I bet they're. But, I bet they're upset for letting Mark Ingram go now. 
I mean, are they though? I mean, he's not terrible. Well, yeah, but I mean, he went to he went to the retirement center for running backs this year, the Houston Texans, uh, and I, he's I, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I do not think anything happens with him this year. I think it is just a who Ingram dead year, yeah, Ingram. He's gonna be lucky yes. if he makes the team, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I. That, I mean, I, who else does the, who else do they have? Duke Johnson, David uh, Johnson. They have David Johnson. They have Philip Lindsay. Uh, they have Rex Burkhead. Uh, I mean, they have they have an entire stable full of meh running backs or washed up running backs. So take your pick. Who I mean, is more the, meh? Who yeah. is the most unmeh of all of them? Mark Ingram. And that team's. <laughs> Well, maybe I think Philip Lindsay's probably looked the best in preseason and in the you know the off season. But who, right, have who y'all knows? have y'all talked? I, again, I haven't listened to last week's episode. It's not worth it. No, it was very crappy. <laughs> no, crappy. have y'all talked about preseason at all? Not really, uh, a no. little bit. We talked about AFC teams a little bit last week, okay, just as well, far as how they look. Let me just put this PSA out right now. Public Please. service announcement. Please do to every and if anybody sees me hemp daddy 12 on instagram posting on espn nfl all their sites it is freaking pre-season nothing matters that doesn't get get eyeballs that doesn't get listens those those touchdowns that they threw guess what they weren't touchdowns because they don't count hey the packers lost every single preseason game so did the cowboys if we're going don't if matter. we're going by the preseason, then the Packers suck. The Jets are great. And we get uh, a dire drop that says, brah, it's preseason. Oh, man. We really do. Why didn't we get that from him when he no, was and, and I just want to mention, and I, I, don't, I, I commented on it on the Instagram page, but our Instagram page is obviously run by Matt um, because. <laughs> because. What's the matter there? Because he is the only one in this, this little threesome we got that would dare say Justin Fields is going to have the most success in this draft class because it is not Justin Fields. It hey. is not. Hey, guess who uh, Guess who said that? Oh, Jason, Jason you're hurting my Bell. heart. <laughs> oh. Oh. You got burned. Okay, well, I sit corrected. The only I- one, huh? So, Matt, I apologize. Matt, how dare you you have such a terrible take? I said he was crazy. But no, (laughs) Jason was like, Justin Fields. No way. Oh, man. I... Well, hey, look, we're all entitled to our opinions, as as we know. Uh, well, speaking of the Instagram page, uh, if you don't already, make sure that you follow us there at Fourth and Short Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at fourth, uh, underscore Fourth and Short Pod. Uh, you can also follow the three of us on Twitter because it's about football season, so those fiery tweets are coming I might from Hemdaddy Twelve. Red hot tweets. You retired? Come on, you He's can't. Not retiring. You might don't look, don't I give don't, it one uh, bad game and meltdown until he's right <laughs> back at it. Don't don't bury Sanders this. You're at the height of your game, man. Yeah. Height of your game. Height he's of got, your he's game. mature You're now. Just, he's mature. He has a very mature job. He, he's he's got a beard a, that looks really good. Yeah. He just, you know, it's got gray in it. He's got to set an example for his daughter. She can't go out well, there. Well, and see set, all dad's dad's tweets like that. 
hey, 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 set uh, go by a different name or something. Set all of that aside yeah, because Kipper, America, Kipper. America needs Hemp Daddy Twelve on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe I'll hey, create a Jerry if, Jones burner. If you if you retire, <laughs> I'm gonna create one called Hemp Daddy 12's burner account and start tweeting for you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm debating. So it it okay. might it might uh, come back. I don't know. Well, I think Matt, we should put up a poll on the Instagram that uh, you know people that want to see Hemp Daddy 12's tweets this year. Yes, and yes, just in red. because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Like uh, it. So Hemp Daddy 12, the Matt Man 18. I'm Jason Felt six, and football season's coming, so uh, it's about to get spicy. All right, well, we're gonna get into uh, the NFC, Matthew. Uh, this is gonna be your show, so you ready? I am ready. Let's go ahead and roll it. Roll it. First and 10. All right. Tonight on our special fourth and short takes podcast, we are going to be talking the NFC in a lot like we did last week where we review the AFC and kind of what happened. We're now going to take a look at the NFC and go over kind of the major storylines. We're going to talk about the notable additions uh, that have been made to the teams and just kind of have kind of just kind of gut feel on what's going on with them. So it'll be pretty quick and we're just going to run through these. Uh, let's see, Jason, what would you like to start with? Would you like the NFC East, the NFC North, NFC South or NFC West? Your choice. Let's start with the champs down the South. All right. Swinging to the Southland. Now, Jason, as you recall, last time we did this, our yes. list of additions were a little bit out of date. Yes, they I were cannot quite. guarantee that this is also in date because you cannot find a nice list of these things. We're also we're also making we're making we're making cuts in three days. So I know I know. I mean, so it, we're gonna go with that. This article was dated March fifteenth, but it has content after March fifteenth. So I think NFL has kept this list fairly updated. Anyway, we're gonna start. All right, so let's start our tour of the NFC with the NFC South. Stopping by in Atlanta, Hotlanta, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Jason, remind me, what's the deal with the Atlanta Falcons last year? What kind of happened with them? They sucked because they had Dan Quinn. But when they finally got rid of Dan Quinn, they still sucked for a little bit. So the the <laughs> a lot Falcons, a lot, lot of suck, a lot of suck. They didn't have a run right. game. Well, to fix this suck, Julio was injured. To fix this, you will not believe what they did. They went ahead and added none other than, I believe it's a Mobile native, AJ McCarron. Isn't he from Mobile? Or that, that is very true. He is. Also, he is. He, that is not updated because he tore his ACL, so he's done. <laughs> Rip AJ. They very briefly added way to, way to rub <laughs> way to rub salt in the wound there, Matt. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Other other Jeez. than that, other than a guy with uh one ACL, they've also added running back Dang. Mike Davis, wide receiver Cordell Patterson, wide receiver Trajay Sharp. I think that's how you say his name. Oh, that's another thing from last episode. This is gonna I be fantastic. Trent. I cannot read these names as the man perfect. can't we read also names, added so. tight end Lee Smith. Offensive oh, that was the name for you. Yeah. Defensive N, Stephen Means. That's actually a re-sign. Linebacker. uh, Nope, they released that guy. Mingo. 
he was actually released uh, on charges of indecency with a child and sexual contact. Fantastic. Wow. Uh, also, defensive tackle, Jonathan Millard, linebacker, Brandon Copeland, cornerback, Fabian Moreau, safety, Deron Hammond, and safety, Eric Harris. Obviously, it does not include the draft picks. So, uh, thoughts, Jason? Uh, everybody in this division is looking up at the Buccaneers. So I think the Falcons, they got a new head coach with Arthur Smith, Dan Quinn's out. Uh, the biggest question for them is how much longer does Matty Ice have? Uh, yeah. they lost, they lost Julio. So they got Ridley is their one. They've drafted Kyle Pitts and he's going to play all over the field. Not just he's a basically tight end. a receiver in a tight end's body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think for them, it's, I mean, their, their defense, again, it really doesn't matter. Everybody's looking up at the Buccaneers. I don't think they're going to compete even for a playoff spot. So it's just, what are they going to get out of Matty Ice and how long is he going to stay with the team? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, now they had a, who's their new coach? Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a more it's, offensive minded could, uh, could help him out. Uh, possibly, well, see, but he's more of a run-minded coach. He's the model which, of consistency, though. Yeah, I agree, but, I mean, he's not he's no spring chicken anymore. No, he's not. All right, well, let's go ahead and take this bus uh, from Atlanta, and let's drive up to Carolina for some of that sweet Carolina barbecue, and let's take a look at the Panthers. So, number one, who are you going to call? Sam Ghostbusters? Darnold? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, because Sam Darnold is bringing the ghost with them. He came in uh, from the New York Jets. Uh, yeah, makes sense see? now. See? Yeah. All right. He came in from the New York Jets. So they've got now got Sam Darnold on their team. And they also uh, signed David Moore, wide receiver. They got tight end Dan Arnold, offensive tackle Cam Irving, offensive tackle Taylor Morton or Moton. Whatever. Uh, offensive guard, <laughs> Pat Elfelin. Offensive guard, go. John Miller. Defensive tackle, Daquan Jones. Defensive lineman, Morgan Fox. Line, couple linebackers by Denzel Perryman and Hassan Reddick. And a cornerback, A.J. Boyer and Rashad Melvin. That's it. So, what do you think? Have they done enough? What was the story with them last year? Is this enough to do anything? Uh, is this me or Jason? I'll go with you on this one. Of course they haven't done enough. Like Jason said, they, everybody in this division is looking up to the Bucs. Um, while I do think Darnold was a good acquisition, um, I because I think that on a team like this, with a formidable running back, you got DJ Moore on the outside. They signed Robbie Anderson to a big contract as well. Um, I think you got pretty – a, a pretty decent, you know, um, cast around Darnold. And I mean, he's a, he's going to be a good facilitator for CMC. Cause that's really what the quarterback there is. Um, mm -hmm. I think CMC has a healthier season. So I think the Panthers do maybe finish a little bit better than they did, but unfortunately it's not going to be enough to, uh, I don't even think compete for a playoff spot, not in the NFC. It's pretty muddled. Um, yeah. And, uh, when, well, I say muddled. I meant like it's pretty, you know, the top is is the top. And, yeah, it's pretty top heavy. Uh, um, so, I, you know, unfortunately for for that, I, you know, Christian McCaffrey, sorry, bud, you're going to have to wait a few more years. 
probably until you draft, you know, somebody that is going to be able to take the helm uh, under center. Uh, on defense, though, I did not realize that they had signed A.J. Uh, Bouye or Bouye or however the heck you say his last name. Um, but uh, I think he's a good corner. Um, so I think, you know, that that'll be decent. But, again, not it's not going to be enough. So, yeah. Well, CMC is really their biggest addition from last year because he hardly played last year. And that's true. And, and I mean, good on the Falcons for recognizing what Mike Davis did in his absence. And, Absolutely. And signing him. Uh Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think backup is now, but uh, it's uh, Chuba Hubbard, rookie running back. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. 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 It sounds fun to say Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, that's. It sounds like you're 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 advertising a brand of bubble gum. Yeah, a little bit. Chuba. He should advertise a brand of bubble gum. Uh, He he should. He should. Hey, he had Um, a good uh, junior season, and then he opted out last year, but. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, he's not going to get a chance unless CMC gets hurt. He's just right. kind of there. So right. it's a good, good, good situation for him. Um, I like the Robbie Anderson signing. Very uh, underrated, he had his capable receiver. Absolutely. He had his big year a few years ago when he was with Darnold and with the Jets. Yep. And I think the biggest thing for Darnold is that he doesn't have Adam Gase to worry about anymore. Right. So, all right. But again, so they're all let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and leave the land of barbecue then, and let's go on down to the big bowl of water. Uh, I mean, I mean New Orleans, uh, and take a look at the New Orleans wow. Saints. Too, too soon, <laughs> dude. Too <laughs> soon. That's, that's mean. And first off, don't ever call Carolina the land of barbecue. Okay? They're not. Yeah, they're not the real. And it's not. I know that. It's not they, sweet they barbecue anyway. Yeah. It's vinegar. But anyways, it's vinegary. Anyways. Too soon. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about barbecue more. <laughs> All right. So the New Orleans wow. Saints, who uh, definitely got hit by a hurricane. Hey, hey. Uh, first, first of all, today. shout out, shout out, and prayers to all the folks in New Orleans. Yes. Because they did get hit hard last night. All right. They did. Hurricane Ida. So shout out to hey, them. It did. The levees held this time, so they did something right. Not all of them. Oh, did something break? Yeah, I think one of them did. Dude, I saw a video of aerial footage earlier and. For like six miles, there wasn't a single telephone pole standing. Yeah, yeah it's bad. It was a cat fall. New Orleans was without power. All right, so New Orleans Saints, which actually the first playoff game or first regular season game against the Packers is in New Orleans, probably going to get moved to Dallas is what I'm hearing. Yes. That's, well, that's basically home field advantage week. for the Packers. But Wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the Cowboys yet, Matt. <laughs> Wow. All right, so uh, Jason, remind me what what the storyline is with the. I mean, to remind me what the storyline is with the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> well, last year the Saints it was their last year with Breeze, so I mean they had a decent season, uh, in spite of the fact that the man played through countless injuries, yeah. and then proceeded to lose in the playoffs as they usually do. Uh, so this year it's gonna the. I mean, the question is who's going to step up and replace Breeze. I mean that's that's the biggest question. Well, they named James as the starter. I've got a man to replace him because we re-signed Jameis Winston to a one-year $5.5 million deal. Uh, so we've got Jameis Winston in addition to our old boy Taysom Hill down there. We'll see which – I mean, Jameis is going to be the starter. I don't, I don't see it being – They've already named Well, him he's already been – you already named him the starter, yeah. I think they bring Taysom Hill. In addition – like... hold on. Let me get through this. Let me get through this. Uh, we also have uh, running backs, pair of running backs coming in. Well – one sign, one re-sign. We got Devontae Freeman, and we got also running back Ty Montgomery. Can I get a who got uh, re-signed to a one-year? Uh, you want that live or? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who? 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> so uh, we also. Oh, that wasn't even the drop. Dang. That was no. It sounded just like one. it. <laughs> Consistency <laughs> is king. We also got uh, fullback Alex Armada, wide receiver Chris Hogan, tight end Nick Vanette, offensive guard RJ Sweezy, uh, offensive lineman James Hurst, defensive end. Yep, not even gonna try that one. Linebacker Kiwan <laughs> Alexander, Prince uh, Amukamura, and we got cornerback uh, Kaviare Russell, and cornerback PJ Williams, and safety Marcus Williams. So, what you think? Uh, Whose turn is this? Is this uh, Trent? Trent. Yeah. Trent. For oh, the, well, I guess it's, I guess it's both of us. It don't matter. I, yeah, I just okay. First off, the. James Winston told everybody what he learned from Drew Brees was you don't always have to be Batman. Be Bruce Wayne until you have to be Batman. James Winston can't be Batman. He can barely be Bruce Wayne, especially on the salary that they gave him. So I don't, I don't know why people think the saints are going to, I mean, yeah, you got Kamara, you got slant boy on the outside. You got, I don't even know who their tight end (laughs) is. You got a good offensive line. But Jameis Winston is still Jameis Winston. I don't care if he had surgery to fix his stupid eyes. I don't like he's still Jameis Winston. He's going to throw the ball to the other team. He's I mean, he'll probably throw, you know, four picks to the Bucks because he probably still thinks he plays for him sometimes. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think that he does get one revenge win against the Bucks. I'll, I'm calling that right now. Um but it won't be because of Jameis Winston. He'll just get the revenge, quote unquote, because he started the game. Um, but again, same story, different team. Bucks clearly are the favorites, heavy, heavy favorites. Um, but you never know. The Saints could eke out, you know, a, pl- a playoff. Um, you know, they could shoot for the playoffs if if need be. But Winston's not going to take them any further than Breeze did. So, yeah, no, I agree. I, agree. I don't have anything to add. All right, so leaving New Orleans behind, let's go over to Tampa Bay in the land of spray tans and old people and cigarettes. And uh, let's take a look at the old Buccaneers. Honestly, they really didn't sign anyone, but they Except the rest of their entire team. They re-signed their entire team. Just about everyone. The only person they did pick up, they picked up Giovanni Bernard, which whoop-de-frickin'-do. And that was pretty Ooh. much it. Yep, exactly. So, all right, Jason, tell me. I think we've already pretty much said this ad nauseum. Yeah, but, but tell me, what do you think? Buccaneers, Buccaneers are the top of the NFC. The rest of the, the not just the NFC South, the rest of the NFC is looking at them because of the fact that they returned everybody if they can stay healthy. The fact that Brady is in year two with Bruce Arians and historically quarterbacks in year two with Bruce Arians have always done incredibly well. He was already showing that halfway through the season last year. So I, I don't see a world with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians in which they do not at, at the very least, they get to the NFC Championship. But What's I just Brady's don't know who could ring? even. What's that? What's Brady's favorite ring? The next one. What's this? The, the next. next oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. I just, I don't see anybody that could even beat them there. So, I, I I mean, they're going to the Super Bowl in my mind. All right. NFC West. Let's go West, young man. Go West. Let's talk about the cards. 
we uh, we're going to kind of skip over the recap here. Let's just tell you who they signed. They signed uh, quarterback Colt McCoy, running back James Conner, wide receiver A.J. Green, tight end uh, Daryl Daniels, offensive tackle Calvin – oh, he's re-signed. Never mind. And uh, offensive guard Brian Winters, Max Garcia, offensive line as well, center Rodney Houston, defensive end, two of them, Marcus Golden and J.J. Watt. All right. Oh, and also, I guess they got Malcolm Butler, which Mr. Irrelevant, too, and Daryl Wordley. So uh, let's go with Trent. Malcolm what do you think Butler, about... the man responsible for the hole in my wall. For the Malcolm Butler hole. Yes, that's true. Yeah. All right, Trent, <laughs> what do you think about the additions that the uh, Arizona Cardinal made, and is it enough? So I like the addition of Marcus Golden. Uh, he played for the Giants and was a pretty good player, very underrated player that wasn't really talked about enough. Um, had some issues, but I mean, overall, a, a decent, you know, a decent addition. Uh, JJ Watt is old. Um, as the kids say, he's washed. I mean, come on, dude. He, when's the last time he played a full season? Been a while. Well, I mean, last I, year, wasn't it? Last, last, last year. Yeah. I appreciate everything that JJ Watt has done, but I mean, move over. The, the best Watt is up in Pittsburgh. So it is true. Um, yeah, boy. Number I, number nine in the NFL top 100. I like the uh, the um, James Conner signing. I think he has l- more left in the tank. Uh, I, I really I, I really like James Conner. He's a little injury prone, um, but I don't even. Who, do they still have uh, Kenyon Drake there? Ed, no, no Chase Edmonds is their starter. Edmonds, okay. Um, J- James Conner will be the goal line. Okay, so maybe. Uh, maybe. I do, honestly, though, as much as Kyler Murray runs around, he's going to take hits. I really like the Colt McCoy signing because he has proven to be a very formidable backup. Um, So I think that's a sneaky, good uh, free agent acquisition. Um, And Kyler Murray's still short. They're still not going to do anything in the division. I was waiting for one of us to put Kyler Murray on a short blast. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Well, I was going to say they're going to come up short in the end, but yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, but it was just it was there. It uh, you, I've tried to be a little more creative, although why why should I, people don't expect that anymore? That's true. All right, well let's go to L.A. baby, and let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams. We had a huge signing, and that last is year the Rams' problems was Jared Goff. And what did they do to fix it? They went out and picked up Matthew Stafford. Also, they picked up Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver, who was the man with the – yeah. No, uh, he's not the one with no hands. Who's the one with no hands? That's Aguilar. That's Aguilar. Aguilar, I think it is Aguilar. I'm getting these, these eagle wide receivers mixed up. All right, and then also uh, linebacker Leonard Floyd. Three fairly big – one monster signing, two fairly big ones. What do you think, Jason? What's the story with the Angeles Rams this year? I know that everybody, the Rams are kind of like everybody's like dark horse pick from the NFC because of Stafford. Their defense obviously is still going to be great. You know, they've got Aaron Donald. They've got Jalen Ramsey. They have the two best defensive players in the NFL. Oh yeah. They're going to be great. And, and Sean McVay is, is a genius. Matt Stafford though. And maybe it was because he was in Detroit. He has not been very durable the last couple of years. At some point, he has dealt with injuries. So, 
I just, and in a new place with that kind of pressure, he's never had to deal with that before. I don't know what to expect. So I, I got big question marks there. I mean, well, Stafford is so, a great signing. He's definitely what this team has been missing at, at the quarterback position. My, my thing is, and I, I agree, I like Stafford, but people picking them as a dark horse, like I think they'll win the division um, strictly because Russell Wilson has no help. Uh, the 49ers, they got a rookie quarterback who will eventually be the starter if he's not already. Yeah. Um, I, so I, And I don't know how um, uh, Bosa will – come back from his injury so right. you just the 49ers are just unknown um so my rams are going to be the pick for that division but stafford for most of his career and most of his big seasons in his prime per se and we're recording right y'all y'all can see my video yes yes is this <laughs> and he had calvin johnson to jump up and catch it so yep. like I, I mean and you don't have that in in la I mean, who, who's yeah. their best receiver? Robert Woods? Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper I mean, Cup. it's a toss up between him and Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup ain't out jumping and, and, anybody. So and their 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 run game is gonna suffer this year because they lost Cam Akers for the season. So now they're gonna have to rely on Daryl Henderson and then they trade honestly, to Sony though, Michelle. Honestly, I thought that that Matthew Stafford was the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. So well, I think he's no, finally I, gonna get I'm a not, chance. I'm not so. questioning his talent, but for most of his career a lot of those big numbers they freaking made it all the way deep to the divisional round of the playoffs with no running back and trash wide receivers and jared goff they have a killer defense they're gonna be doing okay heck you don't even need stafford to do that much if you can just do a little bit better jared goff they're going all the way to the championship game here's here's the thing though that's that's the standard it's who's can beat the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, and they, I don't think that they can make it there. Stafford's never had that oh, no, chance. No, no, no. Did he ever make, make it the playoffs the in, in Detroit? Again, and then we'll lose again. And it's going to be great. Lose. Yes. Yeah. Did Stafford, has Stafford ever made the playoffs in Detroit? Ooh. That's a great yes. question. I don't, yes. did he? The Cal, Tony Romo. Oh, that's right. Cowboys that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. So he's made it once. Yep. So I, that, that we're, Stafford's getting into brand new territory. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, there's Golden Them Hills. So let's go on up to the San Francisco 49ers and let's take can a I look just at say, these guys. I am. Can yes. I just say that your transitions into each of these teams are just, just spot on? I want to know how Thank much you. time that you have taken Thank to come you. up with these off things. Off the cuff, baby. Off, okay. the, All right. the, off the cuff thing. I believe it too. I believe it's. I was gonna say, if you were putting time into it, I think you should put the same amount of time in trying to See, pronounce I, his name. I think if he were putting time in, into it, he wouldn't have given the New Orleans crack. So it's definitely off the cuff. Okay, there we That's go. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Matt. When, whenever Matt is going off the cuff, it's just. <laughs> no Wait, you just complimented me, and now you insulted me. No filter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sorry, 49ers. sorry, buddy. Go ahead. 49ers. There is a list of twenty three people that they either signed or re-signed most of them are signings probably about two-thirds of these things Just give are, us the highlights then there ain't a lot of highlights give some, okay give it, got, <laughs> well here's here's the thing with the San Francisco back, 49ers. Yeah, let, me, let me tell you let me tell you the tune of some of these they signed 
running back from the Giants, Wayne Gallman. Gross. They signed Bernie Fowler, wide receiver. They signed Mohamed Sanu, wide receiver. I thought he retired like six years ago. Yeah, me too. They signed they signed Trent to a one year deal. That Trent Churfield. Not not you. Sorry. Good one. So uh <laughs> Wow. I mean offensive tackle, okay, well he re signed Trent Williams, so I guess that's a big one. Uh other than that, man, I mean nothing. Well, half really. their team was injured last year, so I mean they're getting everybody back, at least well, they, at the beginning yeah, they of the stocked year. Up. Most of these are on defense too. But it seems like every time I hear breaking news from the NFL, whether it's, you know, Schefter or Rappaport, um, we don't say it's always about his podcast. (laughs) Has he contacted you yet? No, he's scared of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It seems like every time one of those guys make a report, it's about another 49er player getting injured. You know, Mostert's been dealing with injury. Um, Jeff Wilson. Uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I, I don't know if they're not is even this, is, close to the same team they were last year. I mean, all the whole two, defense two just came ago. back. Two yeah, yeah. years ago, they were well, they were thirteen and three. I say they're nowhere close to the same team they were last year because last year they didn't have anybody on defense. They, they, yeah, but that's because they, they had slaughtered. seven players get hurt. I know they set some record, didn't they? I don't know. They they literally I, I, had I seven of their starting eleven defensive players get hurt. Yeah. So if they can stay healthy, they're going to compete for that division. The problem is there's so many good teams in that division. There's not a bad oh, team in that division. That's that's again going to be the toughest division in football, probably. The yep. Seahawks are a bad team. Whoa. All right. Well, this prospect and done made me thirsty. So let's go get some coffee and talk about these Seattle Seahawks. They go ahead and they signed uh, some crap quarterbacks by the name of Sean Mannion and Geno Smith. Well, Geno Smith was a re-sign. And then Geno other than Smith that, is still in the league? Yeah, I know, right? Kind of crazy, huh? Wow, I did not know that. For some reason, they re-signed basically their entire offensive line, which doesn't make sense because it sucks. And then... Uh, yeah, just mostly re-signing. They picked up defensive end Alden Smith. So, I mean, that's I thought they were going to release him, though. Uh, maybe. This list is not probably current. Uh, they got Al Woods uh, on defensive tackle. They picked up – well, they re-signed Darius Randall. Just shout out to him because he's a former Packer. He sucks. So, good luck. And that's really it. It's just mostly re-signs. You got – oh, Gerald Everett. Our boy from yeah, South. shout out to South yeah. of Al- yeah. Alabama. Uh, and apparently, he has looked really good. Like Pete Carroll has had a lot of praise for him. What what that good. means probably nothing, but just as good. a shout out to to Gerald Everett. Uh, hey, you know, we all know how what's gonna. We all know what's gonna happen this year. They're gonna we come out hot. Russell Wilson's gonna be the top of the MVP, and then they're gonna tank. Yes. Same story, different year. The Seahawks. Yep. I say. I'm not bashing them as a whole group because they always do decent because of good because coaching and because of Russell Wilson, that dude's back has to be hurting. Like he's Tony Romo. I mean, he has been carrying this team for years 
They have the worst defense, I think, in the NFL. Last year, they were historically bad in the secondary. Yep, yep. So the Seahawks are a bad team. Dude, they made Cam Newton look like an all-star. Yeah, and that dude, he had less touchdowns in his own home stadium than Josh Allen did. So that's saying a lot. I mean, I wish I had been there to talk about the AFC because I got a lot to say about Cam Newton, but um, (laughs) – I, well, we get to well, we before we close out this episode, just because I love putting Cam Newton on blast, I'm going to let you take the time to say it because I want to hear what you have to say. Because right. I actually have a couple things to say about him too. All right, some more. Well, that wraps up the NFC West. So let's go ahead and fail Mary our way over to the NFC North and talk about the Packers and uh, talk about what went on over there. So use the cheese pun. I mean, we just got done talking about the Seahawks and the fail Mary game he, was against he, the Packers. The, yeah. Yes, he did. It Come was on. a seamless transition. It was pretty seamless. That, that one's just getting a little outplayed because, you know, it's kind of like Des caught it. It's old news. He didn't catch it, though. He did. <laughs> he did. Oh, boy. Oh, did boy. you have – oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm going to wait for you to figure that one out. There's a secret – there's a secret Des didn't catch it message that I have planted in your house. You're going to find it one day. <laughs> it's going to be great. Don't worry. Don't think about it too hard. Don't think about it wow. too hard. Wow. This, really this got really creepy it's really fast. something that you have. One day, you'll all of a sudden just find it. You'll be like, oh, wow. He's right. Des wow. Didn't catch it. All right. So. I feel like so, I need to go find the, the horror music drop. <laughs> Let's talk about Green Bay Packers. We picked up. I mean, oh, that's not it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cross between oh, I found horror it. and romantic. There you go. There it is. There it is. That's a good that's job. Been in my house. That's, and he's never even seen my house. So that's creepy. I see it on the screen right now. And I've seen your garage multiple times. That's true. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. So Trent has a great up. garage. Ken Benkert, it doesn't matter. He's probably going to get released. Oh, well. Other than that, uh, we got Cobb. You guys know about that one. We acquired Randall Cobb because Rogers said, go make this happen. And so it happened. And then we picked up an offensive lineman, Dennis Kelly, who basically looks like Bakhtiari. He looks identical to him with his hair. So he's Bakhtiari light? No, actually, he's bigger than Bakhtiari. <laughs> but he's not as good. So he's back to Yari oh, heavy, oh, but like oh. this has nothing to do with this, but I do want to get Trent's opinion. Trent, did you see that guy we posted on? You saw the Instagram story from last episode about the, the, uh, the mafia hitman that's on the Buffalo bills oh, now. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, straight. Uh, let me get your thoughts on that. Is he in the mob? Of course he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good, 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 good. I'm what getting to think like that any Chinachero or something like yeah, that. Some yeah, kind of... Fettuccini here. Fettuccini. <laughs> Ravioli. Ravioli. You got, you got a name of anything that you can throw that little accent on. You're definitely the mafia. Hey, uh, and this could be another Instagram story, but uh, best type of filled pasta. Is it I ravioli? Mean, ravioli. Is it tortellini? No. Is it? Tortellini sucks. Okay, it's okay, half the size. What? No, it sucks. It's half the size 
of a of, of ravioli, so you barely get any filling, and you're basically just eating noodles. I don't want to eat just noodles, man. All right, Give the me best stuff got something in is, it. is ravioli. I mean, that's yeah. There is no competition. That's why I don't Chef, see. That's why I don't Chef see. makes it. I was about to say, dang it, you took my line. I was like, I don't see Chef Boyardee out there making tortellini. <laughs> He's out there making ravioli, and there's a reason hey, for hey, it. Hey, here, here. This is this is probably gonna cause uh, me to uh, have some criticism brought down upon me. But I just want to say, can pasta sucks. <laughs> All yeah, yeah, can pastas. No, no, dude. I don't, sometimes... I don't care if it's. Have you ever had Chef Boyardee's ravioli? And it's the worst, dude, dude. It's like Taco Bell. You're not going for quality here. Yeah, you're it going does it for one. No, so no, no, no. Taste good. Yeah, Chef exactly. Boyardee ravioli, uh, spaghettios. Dude, the spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, oh, dude, now oh. you're talking my language. The spaghetti and those meatballs. Dude, as, man, I'll tell you, as as best, as a true take, take the spaghettios with the sliced franks, heat them up, and eat them with Frito scoops. No, It'll change talking. your life. <laughs> I can't. I, I cannot eat pasta life. out of a can. That's just as, as, that is offensive to me as an Italian. It's offensive. It's disgusting. How did we even get on this? I, you we started talking about, about ravioli. <laughs> My bad. Okay, back to the, back to the cheese head. Pasta stuff with there's cheese this, because there's, we're talking about the there's Packers. A, there's a and cheese connection, right? Linebacker Devontae Campbell. I'm going to okay. go with uh, Jason. You just offended me with all your talk. Trent, <laughs> what do you think about the Green Bay Packers this year and all their signings? Uh, I mean, their signings don't really mean anything. I love that they reunited Cobb and Rodgers. I think that's a good send-off for Aaron because he's definitely leaving after this year. Yep. Um, I think that they will easily still win the division. I, I mean, no other team in that division got better. Uh, in fact, the Lions somehow got worse. Um, yep, absolutely. Obviously, the Bears, once the Red Rifle gets replaced as QB1, they'll have a rookie QB who was, in my opinion, the worst of the, the five quarterbacks Ooh. that were taken in that first round. Um, and the Vikings are the Vikings. And I think Kirk Cousins is still their starter, which is ridiculous. Yes. To even think, um, so yeah, good send off season for Rodgers. Unfortunately, won't won't mean anything because he's not going to win a Super Bowl. Um, but you know, good 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 for them for bringing Randall Cobb in to to make him happy for yeah. his last season. I, I agree though. I don't it, Randall Cobb is irrelevant. I'm sorry, Cobby. Every, I love you, and I'm so happy he's back. But he's completely irrelevant. He probably won't. Even everything see that the Packers. Everything that the Packers did, everything they do this year is just to keep Rodgers happy for the rest of the season and just to pray that he doesn't but like retirement. Man, we season. didn't get worse. We no, should no, have been in the Super Bowl last year. That's why I'm saying none of the signings meant anything. Yeah. But I felt like our defense, our defense this year is going to be better than it was last year. But we've I, already established that Brady and his offense are going to be better. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be two Titans meeting again in the NFC Championship game. Well, boys, let's grab a COVID test because we're gonna head over to Minnesota and we're gonna talk about Captain uh, COVID over there. I mean, Captain Kirk uh, and what's going oh, on with them. Man. So, uh, as far as non-re-signings, they picked up wide receiver Chad Beebe. True story. 
I believe that's the kid of Don Beebe who played with the Green Packers and won a Super with us back in 1996. Uh, also, where they picked up wide receiver D.D. Westbrook. They picked up the offensive lineman Mason Cole uh, from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they went ahead and they picked up uh, Mackenzie Alexander, cornerback. I thought he was going to be fantastic coming out of Clemson. Turns out he's not fantastic. Uh, also, the cornerback, uh, Brashad Breeland and uh, Patrick Peterson. And, Who? Yeah. <laughs> and also, it says safety Xavier Woods. Is he a re-sign or a sign? Because he used to play for them, didn't he? No, he played for the Cowboys. Oh, really? All right. All right. So, what do you think of these signings? Oh, we also got defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson. Uh, last year they had a really bad defense, which is unusual for a Mike Zimmer coach team. Uh, they made some a lot of signings to address that, so I think that gets better. Obviously, they're going to run their offense through Dalvin Cook, so as long as he stays healthy with Justin Jefferson and Thielen, uh, Irv Smith potential breakout, they're going to they're going to challenge for a playoff spot, not the division, but they'll challenge for a playoff spot, and that's that's about what I see from them this year. Uh, I when we get to the NFC East, I'll talk a little bit about their secondary from last year um because like jason said their defense wasn't very good but they had a lot of youth in their secondary and i think that that played a big role because there was plenty of talent um but a lot of youth uh so they signed a couple of veterans to hopefully you know get that presence and on defense and um yeah so i i agree with jason i all right they won't get anything done because it's kirk cousins but all right, well, let's bear down and go talk about the Chicago Bears, Daw Bears. Uh, so, biggest thing that happened here, obviously, was the signing of the Red Rifle, like we talked about with Andy Dalton coming in. They also picked up running back Damian Williams, the big wide receiver, Tiadri Demiari Bird, wherever he is. They picked up wide receiver, Mark P's Goodwin, wide receiver, that was a valiant Justin effort, Hardy. Matt. Uh, they franchise tagged Allen Robinson. They picked up tight end Jesse James. Oh boy. And the outlaw. The outlaw. And they picked up a whole, I mean, this is a long oh, list man. of people. Is it, it is, is a the, ton. are the Bears? It's are the like Bears they, the Wild West? They've got the outlaw Jesse James. They got the Red Rifle. They do. And they got about 50 billion people. This is probably the second longest list or second only to the 49ers. It looks like they completely replaced their defense. I mean, it's like all new. Except Khalil Mack. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It looks like 11 people on defense. They basically replaced their entire defense. And That's Eddie Jackson starters. still plays there too. Yeah, and this is not even re-signing. Uh, Jeremiah. Did you hear that the Raiders tried to reach out and trade for Khalil, trade back for Khalil Mack? That's funny. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Trent, and the Bears laughed. Red Rifle, what do you think is going on in the wild, wild west of the NFC North and the Bears? Uh, I think Red Rifle never gets the credit that he's due. Um, he played for the crappy Bengals for his most of his career. And then last year was put in a pretty crappy situation. Um, so, you know, it's hard to succeed when you don't have four of your starting five offensive linemen in front of you. Uh, but all these people like, who was it? 
Max Kellerman and Jeff Saturday. Like, shut up. Like, Justin Fields has been throwing pretend touchdowns because preseason doesn't mean anything. It's preseason. You're playing against guys that are trying to make the team that probably won't. So you're like this whole Justin Fields conversation and them saying, you need to just put him in there. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, case in point, they didn't just put Aaron Rodgers in there and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, They're going to do, they're going to do the Fitz magic to a thing. They're going to play the red rifle for six games. uh, Of course. And, Mm -hmm. and you know what? They're still going to suck when Justin Fields comes in and he'll look new and flashy and, and cool. Kind of like Jalen hurts did. But then after a couple of As games, a very like, wise man once said, it's like, oh, wait, it's always better. This thing, this dude really does suck. Because, like, <laughs> it, yeah, he can throw for 300 yards and run for another 100. But that doesn't always correlate to wins. And like I said, he'll, he'll look new and flashy when he first comes in. And people are going to be like, whoa, this dude's pretty good. Just like Jalen Hurts last year. And what, yeah. how, how did that story end? Somehow, Jalen Hurts is still the starter this year, but like it's just more of the same with these these types of quarterbacks, like that are good runners and can decently throw. Like they all play the exact same, and every now and then you have a special one like Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson who can run for a thousand yards in a season. But where is that success? It's it's not there after they get figured out. And Justin Fields is going to be more of the same. So all these people that say he needs to just start from day one. No, he doesn't. He needs to learn the game behind a good veteran quarterback. And they're still going to finish at the bottom of the barrel. Well, okay. The lions will finish at the bottom of the barrel, but they'll finish just ahead of the lions. They're, they're not good. Here's reason. One reason why the bears will not start Justin Fields week one. They play the Rams week one. So, Aaron they're going to sac- crush that kid. They're going to sacrifice Andy Dalton. <laughs> if he makes, <laughs> yep. if he makes it out of week one alive and have played decently, then they'll give him a couple more weeks. But I see Justin Fields probably starting for that team at the very least after the week three bye week. Well, I can tell y'all this for week five. I don't know if y'all noticed, but Andy Dalton has the red beard going. So yes, yes, he does. He has the power of the red beard. I'm also a little biased towards him right now. So well, and, I think and, he's just preparing for the cold up there. All right. This conversation has really gone downhill, and I kind of feel like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. So let's talk about the Lions. Uh, what do we do? Get? We have to. Yeah, unfortunately, we're supposed to. We don't have to spend I'm a lot of time. I'm sick of talking here. about Jared Goff, and it doesn't matter who they sign. It's exactly got, what I'm saying. They, they Look, also I wrote, got. I wrote down. Hey, hey I, I wrote down some notes take? about this. You want a hot take? What? Oh, Lord. Tim Boyle will replace Jared Goff as a starting QB before the season is over. Isn't Blau still there? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the vampire. Give Blau. me Blau over Blau. those two guys. Blau, 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 Blau. No, hey. um, give me, give I me just Tim wrote Boyle. down, okay, hey. so I, I wrote down a few notes about each of these teams just before we talked about it. The okay. only thing I wrote by the, the Lions was, duh. duh. They were last. They will be last. It's same old, same old with the Lions. They are so bad that they released one of the two starting wide receivers that they signed this offseason. They released yep. Rashad Perriman. Who? Yeah. Yeah, they yep. released That's him. That's how bad they are. <laughs> 
Well, they didn't really pick up anybody, but shout out to former Packer Jamal Williams for going over there. I hope he makes some noise when he's not playing us. They, well, he's uh, going to be the starter because DeAndre also, Swift is also dealing with injury. Yeah, he may be back. Also, be a wide receiver Terrell Williams and tight end Darren Fells and tight end Josiah, jo- Josh Hill and defensive end. You struggled with Josh Hill? Dude, for a second, I was, I was, dude, I almost said Josiah and I stopped. And I went, nope, that's Josh. I think you, you get defensive tackle Josh. Michael Brockers uh, and then a bunch of irrelevance, but. I don't know. Uh, the whole, the whole dude, team is a team on, of a on. team of rules. There is a dude they picked up safety, or I'm sorry, defensive back. His name is Corn Elder, like C O R N. The dude got named after an ear of corn. Well, that's like the guy that's playing for Alabama this year, whose first name is Kool Aid. If you're a Kool Aid, you got to sponsor this guy. He, they true. already did. He oh. already signed a deal with him. Good for him. Yeah. His touchdown right, hands better be, I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we're done talking about the Lions, though. You're right. Well, I thought this conversation couldn't get any worse, but I was wrong because now hey, we have yeah. to talk about the AF, or NFC East. And this is going to oh. be a whole bunch of crap. Wow. Uh, Trent, you want to talk about the Cowboys the, for, first or last? last? Uh, we're pressed for time, so let's talk about them last because be, only because if I see the clock counting, I'll, I'll make it quick. All right, so New York Giants, we're sticking with them then. Uh, they picked up QB Mike Glennon. They picked up running back Devontae Booker, probably to replace Wayne Gallman leaving. They picked up uh, running back Corey Clements from Wisconsin, formerly through Eagles. I think he was on last. And running back Alfred Morris. Wow, they're getting all the highlights. They also picked up wide receiver Kenny Galladay, wide receiver John Ross, who was supposed to be fast in the next thing, and then he never was. Also, tied end Calvin Benjamin. Apparently, well, he is released, actually. Apparently, he plays tight end now. Also, tied end Kyle Rudolph, former Viking. Good to get him out of there. Offensive guard uh, Zach Fulton. Center Joe Looney, but he retired. And then defensive end Ryan Anderson, and a couple guys I can't even pronounce. So, <laughs> so Jason, tell me about the Giants. Uh, what do you think? Last year enough? was no, well, no, no, because that team is so dysfunctional right now. They're getting in fist fights in training camp. Uh, they have Daniel Jones as their quarterback, and that's all you need to know. I mean, Daniel Jones. In practice, in no pads, just throwing passes to Saquon, still is throwing behind him to where Saquon has to one-hand catch it. Yeah. So that tells you all you need to know. So along the same lines if as it Jason, wasn't, was, If it was wasn't gonna, for the Eagles, the Giants would finish last in the division. I was just going to say, is Daniel Jones still their quarterback? Yep. Yes. Is Joe Judge still their coach? Yep. Yes. Then they ain't any better, and – Good on you, Joe Looney, for retiring because I love you. I hated that you went to New York, but you're smart and you retired because you're a veteran player and you don't want to deal with an idiot coach and idiots getting in fistfights. So, yeah. It's true. Speaking it's of true. idiots, I think Sa- how about the uh, – oh, you got something else to say? Well, I was just going to say, I think St. Quan's going to injure himself 
week one just so he doesn't have to play for them anymore. Uh, don't draft him in fantasy. I've learned the hard way. All right, speaking of idiots, let's talk about idiots who throw batteries at Santa, and that would be the Philadelphia Eagles and their wonderful fans. Sorry, Chris Shirk. All right, so they went ahead and picked up as a backup to our boy Jalen Hurts in case he suck. They picked up QB Joe Flacco. Because he suck, they picked up quarterback Joe Flacco there was one time in this league where he was the highest paid quarterback after he won that Super Bowl, and I said it was super stupid, and nobody, well, I guess everybody agreed with me actually in this group. And yeah, he's terrible. Also, they picked up uh, quarterback Nick Mullins from the uh, 49ers. If you guys recall last year, he had a brief start as their starting quarterback, but that didn't pan out. They also picked up running back on Johnson off the waivers. They got tight end Richard Rodgers re-signed, I guess. And they picked up defensive end Ryan Kerrigan from the WFT. I got to make sure I say don't say WTF, but I guess either way it's not the same. <laughs> from the Washington I was football the same team. Thing. Uh, also, we got defensive tackle Hassan Ridgeway, linebacker Eric Wilson, and some other irrelevance. All right. Trent. Your Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think? What's Your the story Philadelphia here? Eagles. Please don't ever insult me like that again. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just that, so that glad. That kind of seemed universe, dirty. I'm just so glad that the universe has righted itself and the Eagles are where they belong. They're at the bottom of the division. They suck. They're so dysfunctional. I don't like they're bad. They oh, you signed a Heisman-winning wide receiver. Big, big whoop. Um, like, I, they'll win a few games. Just They'll probably beat the Cowboys once. Um, but, Matt, you did not mention what I think might be the most underrated, and maybe not even underrated, probably the most important and best offseason acquisition for any team and that is they signed or they traded for Gardner Minshew, who I think has oh, that talent. Just happened. That just happened. I forgot he about has that. talent. Um, he, you know, unfortunately for the Jags. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the high train going now. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Just I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not just jumping kidding. on any kind of hype train. You know I don't do hype train. Uh, hey, I'm I just, did hype train. Kidding. It didn't end up too well for me last year, right? But, no, what I'm no, saying, though, is – Hurts, obviously, I've said this since he was at Alabama before he went to Oklahoma. He's not a good quarterback. Yeah. He he consistently makes inaccurate throws. He And while he has talent at wide receiver, because Jalen Rieger is talented. Devontae Smith, obviously talented. But, you know, I mean, Devontae Smith had Mac Jones throwing in the ball, who I think – other than Trevor Lawrence, was the second most NFL-ready quarterback in that draft class. So I think that putting talented wide receivers out there for a quarterback who can't throw is, a, is moot. It, it's, it's pointless. It's stupid. So like, let, let, me say, let me say this uh, before we move on. It's an incredible vote of no confidence in Jalen Hurts that they went out and picked up Joe Flacco, Nick Mullins, and Gardner Minshew, 
all three of which started at one point for their respective teams. So it's an incredible vote saying, I don't trust that you can get it done. So we're going to stock up on people who maybe. Well, and not only that, it, but I mean, like, how do you think that makes him feel? You know, like, why would you want to play for a team like that? Um, I'm sure he probably feels a little bit of what Rodgers did, except the Packers didn't really do that. Well, they kind of did with, you know, uh, I don't even know his name because he's so irrelevant. Jordan Love? Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> but, Bro, you know, it's A-Rod and J-Lo. Come on now. I just, you know, whatever. Uh, Shirk, like, Shirk, you're my friend. Actually, I know a lot of people that are Eagles fans that are my friends. Um, but, come on, you know the good Lord couldn't allow the Eagles to be good for that long. <laughs> like, come on. He let them All have right. their one Super Bowl ring to let them feel relevant. But, yeah. All right. Well, let's go from WTF to WFT. And talk about the Washington football team. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. Thank you. Uh, so uh, they went ahead and picked up none other than Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Fitz oh, magic yeah. is here, baby. It is in. Magic is continuing. Washington. I know. I love it. I love it. Uh, so he signed the one-year, ten million dollar deal with them. Uh, Fitzy broke my heart. That the, that the Dolphins did him so wrong last year. So here's to him getting it right over there. Uh, who was their – oh, Alex Smith and then uh, Heineke, right? Didn't that mm -hmm. way work out last yes. year? Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so uh, as far as actual signings other than him, they got DeAndre Carter as a wide receiver. They got the wide receiver Adam Humphreys and wide receiver Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel came from the 49ers, didn't he? I think he did. No, he came uh, from the no, Panthers. Uh, Panthers. Uh, tight end Ricky Seals-Jones. Offensive lineman Charles Leno. Offensive lineman. No, he got re-signed. Uh, and center Tyler Larson. Linebacker David Mayo. Cornerback William Jackson the third. So he got a pretty good deal with them. Uh, Three-year, $40 million deal. Uh, it's pretty big. And that's pretty much it, other than re-signing their kicker. Uh, so, uh, Jason, what do you think about the WFT, and what's the storyline for them this year? Uh, well, it's it's how they can gel around Fitzmagic. He's already had a good rapport with Samuel. Ron Rivera specifically went out and got him after he drafted him when he was in Carolina. So that's that, that was a great pickup. Um, Antonio Gibson came into his own last year. McLaurin is a stud. Uh, so if if Fitzpatrick can lead that team, then they're going to compete. It's going to be is a two horse race in this division. If the Cowboys stay healthy and if, the, if Washington stays healthy because of their defense, the Cowboys, because of their offense, this is going to be a two horse team in this division for a playoff spot. I don't know if I suppose it's possible that whoever loses could make a wild card, but it, it's going to be mainly for the division. Yep. All right. Well, the time has come. Let's go from last but not least in the East to Trent's Dallas Cowboys. The big signings for them. Uh, I've got tight end Jeremy Sprinkle. Woo. Offensive tackle Ty Nishki. How do you say that, Trent? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, defensive end Carlos Watkins. Defensive end 
Brent Urban, linebacker Terrell Basham, uh, linebacker Kenny O'Neill, uh, cornerback CJ got a good win, and it looks like all the notable ones. Trent, what's the storyline for your Dallas Cowboys this year? <sighs> so. Obviously, you missed the signing of Dak. That that was well. Probably... I didn't count it because that's a re-signing. Yeah, I didn't go over the uh, re-signs. Uh, so when I when I talked about the Vikings, I think that's going to be a bigger storyline than people are given credit. Um, the Cowboys have a lot of talent in the secondary, uh, but they're just really young. Uh, Trayvon Diggs showed a lot of promise, um, and then we drafted Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky, who actually is pretty like he's really good. Um, and then we got a couple more guys uh, at safety that are, are veteran players uh, that I think will be pretty good. Um, but uh, I love the draft pick and Micah Parsons uh, could be the steal of the draft if he stays healthy, A, and, you know, B, he just, I don't know. But we also got Jabril Cox, who is having a good showing, again, in these pretend games that people love to tout about. Um, I The defense is going to – is going to be a typical Cowboys defense. Obviously, we have the wizard, Dan Quinn, running the helm on defense now. Uh, terrible head coach. But how many times did I tell you guys, bring him to Dallas? Like, And, you know, I, there were talks that they were going to sign Richard Sherman to come in and possibly l- l- Let me interject here. What's your confidence level on Mike McCarthy? I mean, I think, again, I think – and this is a little biased, but I mean, it kind of could be true. If the Cowboys stay healthy, they will have the number one offense in the NFL. I mean, there is no question. It, I mean, Zeke is the lightest he's been since his sophomore year at Ohio State. All five offensive linemen are healthy. Tyron Zeke Smith may be the most thing. irrelevant he's been since Ohio State, too. Well, I mean, he led the league in rushing his first two seasons. I, I know, but he's been irrelevant last year, and I feel like he's going to be relevant this year. But continue. All right. You got the three-headed monster, which I think, again, this is another hot take, but I really think Gallup's going to be gone uh, before the end of the season. I think we're going to trade him. Um, I've heard I've heard talks, again, just through some media, social media outlets, Gallup and a couple of picks for Gilmore. It's freaking uh, Ryan, or Adam Schefter, isn't it? Screw you, Schefter. No, no, it's not. It's not Schefter. It's not Schefter. Okay. Okay. Wow, um, Matt, you can't c- keep but, calling the man out. <laughs> but I, Ceedee Lamb is going to be a force on the outside for a long time in this league. Uh, he's very talented, and not. I mean, wholeheartedly agree. I I feel so bad for even putting Amari Cooper last in this conversation because I think he's the best route runner in the league. Um, so, and he's not the best wide receiver, not even probably a top 10, but he does what he does because he runs routes so smoothly and so quickly. Um, if Dak can stay healthy, this offense, like, the, the, there is no limit. I don't, I don't even know what the limit is because you have a capable running back, five solid, all, like, all pro status offensive linemen. I mean – Two seasons ago, you had Leo Collins was the number two overall right tackle. Tyron Smith has been one of the top left tackles in the league 
for a long time. Uh, other than Quentin Nelson, uh, freaking Zach Martin is the best offensive lineman in the league. Uh, you got Biotish at center who they say he's been playing the, like he looks like he's been playing the position for five years. And well, then Connor Williams is our weak link. Um, huh? Everybody looks good in preseason. No, I'm talking about he, he played last year too. Like, he, but uh, Connor Williams obviously is our weak link, but they say that he got bigger over in the offseason. So we'll see. The defense is going to be the, the key point in whether we win or lose. Um, no, 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 no. The key point will be your health. Well, oh, but that's for every team. Health is for every team. That's it's true. It's true. But I mean, I'm just saying Brady, after last if year. If Tom Brady goes yeah. down, the Buccaneers aren't going to do anything. Yeah, wholeheartedly. But when you keep it, when you're looking in perspective of last year. Well, okay, yeah. Because, but even last year when Dak was healthy, we were still losing games because you're 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 absolutely right. It's our, our starting tackles, and and that that was the key were the starting tackles. And then you had Frederick who retired, just you know, in the off season, like whoa, and that left a hole at the center position. But. Tyron Smith's the healthiest he's been in. I mean, I think he said like five seasons. He's had this neck issue. He finally got it fixed. Collins had the off-season surgery for his hip. So I, health, without health, it's going to be the defense. Um, so we'll see if Dan Quinn can work a little magic to maybe bring the Legion of Boom to Dallas. Probably not. Um, we still got Jalen Smith, which I didn't even mention that that dude makes me mad because he's wearing number nine. And y'all know how near and dear number nine is to my heart. Um, I mean, if he was good, okay, cool. You can wear number nine, but he suck. Like, I mean, they're not going to retire <laughs> Tony Romo's number. Tony Romo will be in the ring of honor, though. The Cowboys ring of honor. And it's yeah, it's like, it's like an unwritten rule. The Cowboys don't retire numbers, but it's like, if you come in, you're not wearing number 22. You're not wearing, you know, number. But you guys don't retire numbers for real? No, the Cowboys do not retire numbers. You could get number eight? If somebody wanted it, technically they could get it, but it's like an unwritten thing. Like, when Des Bryant came in the league, Michael Irvin called him and was like, yo, I want you to wear 88. And Des was like, oh, okay. And same thing with CeeDee Lamb. It was like, hey, because CeeDee Lamb actually wanted to wear number two. Yeah. And then I think he was in the, I think he was going to wear 11. And then they were like, no, we want you to wear 88 and be in the 88 club. And he was like, okay. So it, the Cowboys don't Just retire. Like that. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that's not what he said. He was probably explicit. explicit you know. <laughs> but, wow. Hmm. All right. That's what I meant to say. It's true. It's All true. right. Well, that wraps up our tour around the NFC, kind of taking a look at these guys. So we're going to head and close this show out. I guess we're going to get some hot takes from Trent on uh, on old Scam Newton. I think he's dying to roast him a little bit. So let's go ahead and close it out. Fourth and short. All right, Trent. Trent. Let's hear your takes on the MVP of the league in 2011 or whatever it was. The man from Auburn. I, the I best dressed. All right, Cam Newton, Cam your Newton. haircut is stupid. Um, <laughs> you can't throw a football more than 10 yards, even after your shoulder surgery. 
Uh, Josh Allen's probably going to double your touchdown total in Gillette Stadium this year. Uh, Mac Jones is better than you already. Uh, On Instagram, Instagram, your uh, captions are stupid because you use a stupid font that no one can read. Um, You follow me? I only follow you so I can make fun of your stupid girly outfits. Uh, your hats are ugly, but I understand why you wear them to hide your stupid haircut. Um, when you were chasing down Mac Jones for that high five the other day, you're really just showing everybody how many touchdowns you're going to have all season. Oh, dang. Um, you just suck. You suck. Wow. Wow. Well, that was a that All was right. a minute of Trent telling us everything that he thinks about Mac Jones or uh, Cam Newton, excuse me. <laughs> um all right, over under then, how many games before how many games does Cam Newton start this year over under? They actually haven't even they haven't even announced QB1 for I know. Uh, I don't know cuz okay, obviously y'all call me the Crimson Cowboy for a reason. Uh, I'm a Bama fan in law. So um <laughs> that's well put. Well put. I, I married into it, but hey, so you can't call me a bandwagon fan. Not um, at all. And I, I know a lot about Alabama. I've been to plenty of games. Um, so I, I follow them. I, I am a fan. You know, I've given some roll tides back out in public. Uh Mac Jones was the second best quarterback in that draft. I don't care what anybody says. He was the most NFL ready. Look at his shirtless picture, just like Tom Brady's. They look like they could be brothers. Okay. Yeah, they look like <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. Tom Brady looked like that too. And now look at him. He looks like he's. Well, hey, I know plenty of people who look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Doesn't this mean they can throw a football or play football good? Heck, that's every the thing. dude Matt out there with dad bodge to be Matt, out there playing football going to the Hall of Fame. Mac Jones can throw the football. True. So, in other words, step to success is to look like the Pillsbury Doughboy and throw a football. Tom Brady did it. Yes. <laughs> it's true. He's and done it Tom to Brady the looks of younger six than rings. Tom Brady looks younger than any of us, and he's 45. Yeah. It's true. It's because he's Benjamin Button, man. Yeah. So, so if, you had, if, you had, if you had to put a number of games, uh, does, hey, does Mac Jones start that, the year? Hey, did you ever see that like, second season of Daredevil? Where they got the, the the Japanese weird cult people and they drain the people of their blood to give themselves eternal life. Yeah, I think that's kind of what Brady's doing. He's it's got possible. some people hooked up in his basement. He's probably just draining them out of blood. Wow. Hey, I got um, a huge man crush on Tom Brady. So, so. over under, I would say you know. just because it. Okay, if they don't name Mac Jones the starter, I give Cam. Yes, five yes. Games. I give Cam five, five games. games. Okay, that's about where I'm at too. I don't think they're they'll, that, they'll they'll win because again coaching. Um, well, and their defense is going to be great again with everybody back from COVID. But I, I really I really don't like. There are play the there are quarter, there are quarterbacks that need to sit. Coming in, Trey Lance needs to sit. Justin Fields needs to sit. I think they'll both be good quarterbacks. You know, I bashed on Justin yeah. Fields earlier, but I was just I meant in that crop of quarterbacks. Um, Just right. the fact that they have not announced who the starter is already tells you everything you need to know about what's going to happen. They're and just think of, playing the do we do it now or do we do it later card. Well, think of who the head side. coach is there. 
Bill Belichick obviously has an eye for quarterbacks. So I, but I feel like Bill Belichick also respects veterans pretty well. So I really think that um, he's kind of just toying with it because I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to hurt Cam's feelings. Who knows? Um, Oh, what a nice guy. I know. Bill Belichick does not seem like a guy who gives a crap about your feelings. That's true, but he he cares about his players. He just doesn't show it. Yeah. Just look at him in his pirate costume at Randy Moss's Halloween party. Man, I feel like he would be dressed up like Ron Swanson and show up, and they'd be like, what are you? I'm a pirate. (laughs) That's my impression of Bill Belichick. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight, boys. If you... Like what you heard tonight? Uh, Which you will. Of course. Then please make sure you give us a rating or review wherever you're consuming this podcast content. We've got some great new announcements coming up, some special features we're going to give you for the show. But uh, Trent, it was great to have you back. Great to have you back, back, boys. Absolutely. All right. Well, Matt, tell the good people goodbye. Goodbye, good people. Hey, hey, be be ravioli. Don't be tortellini. SpaghettiOs with scoops, I'm telling you. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast.